on the beautiful, beautiful sunny patio here. And it is, uh, what is it, like 60 degrees right now? It's probably, yeah, probably. Brisk 60. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nice 60. <laughs> <laughs> Just forever, right? San Diego is always 60 degrees. Is that Basically, kind of yeah, yeah, it'll be 75 part, yeah. today probably. Okay. Yeah, warm up a little bit. My over-under to bring a jacket. If it's under 70, I bring a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> so here I am in my jacket. <laughs> With your jacket. And you do look a little cold still. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm warming up. I got this uh, ice-cold peaky mind that's oh, keeping me cool. Dude, this is, uh, this is um, very excited to try this. Before we get into it, uh, we are here at Harland. We're at the Bay Park uh, location. I'm joined by Anthony. Anthony Levis. And Nick, Nick Marone. And uh, guys, thanks for having me in. This is amazing. And a special shout-out to my man, uh, Nick, at Rosemary's. I'm glad he's not on camera. And I'm glad you didn't <laughs> see that either. So. <laughs> uh, but no, guys, I'm really excited about this. Uh, Harlan's been making some great, great waves in Arizona, and uh, I'm excited. Good to hear really it. Thank you. Yeah. 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 It's been fun to see it see it take off, so very good. Yeah. So I, I've got a few people that are jealous of me because I got to come out and do this episode, so, uh, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> no, I, I don't mind causing a little jealousy. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, let's, uh, let's kind of start at the beginning like with you, Anthony. Are you from? Yeah, I was born and raised in San Diego. Okay. Yep. Um, I got into the beer industry, though. Well, I guess if you want to go back further, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, went to high school here about two exits north of our main brewing okay. facility. So, um, yeah, right now I live down kind of near San Diego State. Okay. Kind of bounced around a little bit, but lived downtown for a while and stuff like that. But really got into the beer industry in like 20, maybe 2011. Okay. Um, uh, started working with Coronado Brewing, which is, they're down the street oh, from yeah. us here. Yeah. yeah. That's and a great then, spot. I just, I hit them up yesterday. Oh, I was, cool. Yeah. Nice. I, Nick was working hard, so I had to get out. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's that was your first beer gig. That was my first beer gig. Okay. Yeah. And then I uh, moved on to a uh, company, that company, St. Archer. Okay. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and started doing sales there. Okay. So uh, that was really my first my first experience was was with a very like high paced high velocity company like Saint Archer yeah. was kind of blowing up and it was a wild ride until <laughs> that company was sold to Miller Coors in 2015. Okay. Which is kind of when Jeff, my business partner, and I started putting together the idea for creating a wholesaler and a brewery. Okay. Uh, the wholesaler is called Scout Distribution. And so the, the so the, the the idea of this was this was at the beginning both very of those beginning to get together yes. okay yeah, yeah. okay yeah so we wanted to create both a wholesaler and a you know and a brewery I think you know just thinking how what we were thinking at the time is that like we had so much experience you know working on the supplier side yeah. we kind of know all the pain points of running a brewery and and all the things you need to to do to actually get your beer out there and yeah. there's no one we trust better to do it than us so yeah so scout was uh, we started planning that in 2015 okay. um and we sold our first beer off a of scout truck in, in 2018 so october wow. Yeah, October 2018. Um, the first brand we signed was a brand called June Shine. Okay. We oh, yeah. didn't even have a truck when we signed them, and they didn't have any June Shine. So <laughs> that was how we got started. Was it like one of those, like after some drinks, it's like, wouldn't it be cool yeah. if we did this? And you guys made, you know. <laughs> so my partner, yeah, my partner Jeff, he he, he knew them and, and had been connected with them. And so he was, I think he was meeting with them and maybe doing some advising and stuff like that. But we, okay. we just connected. They're really good dudes, and that's how it started, really. Then, you know, obviously... 
uh, parallel to that, we were building Harlan. So yeah. that's where Nick comes in, really, I think. Well, well let's back up a second. Before you get, got into beer, Anthony, what, what was the path for you? Like, were, were you – because, I mean, for me, I, until I was 38, I did, like, 38 different jobs. Like, okay. one, one job for every year. Of, yeah. <laughs> so I was all over the place and I, until I found, you know, until I found food and beverage and content creation. So for you, what was it? Yeah, I worked for a family business, actually. I did custom okay. window coverings and draperies. Okay. Uh, I was up on a ladder every single day. Um, I was much thinner then. Okay, um, but <laughs> I think we all were. <laughs> but uh, you know, it was you know it was a good gig. My I worked for my dad. It was a family business. Work with my dad and my sister. Super. I mean, they're super cool. Yeah. Just you know, when you work with family, it's like it can be really intense. Sure. You know, I yeah. mean, you say stuff to family that you won't say to like your worst enemy, but <laughs> ah, then you're you forget about it the next day. So <laughs> right, that's true. And then also like you got to see him on the weekends too. Yeah, exactly. Right? You know, and like yeah. after work and stuff. Yeah. So. so my dad's still at it, man. He's still okay. doing his thing and. He's, he loves it. I don't think he's going to quit. He, yeah. he says he's going to retire. I'm like, we'll see. He's an investor here, and he likes to come by and, and show his friends a good time over a couple pints. Okay. So he needs to keep funding that? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so so the entrepreneurship is, is that's in the family. Yeah. My grandfather started that business in, I think, 57. Okay. And then you know, my dad took it over, and yeah. I was kind of slated to take it over, too. But it really wasn't my passion. You know, okay. it, was, it was a good gig, you know. But for me, I wanted to do something bigger, and yeah. I think, like, that led me to where I am now. Yeah. Were you a beer drinker? Like a, oh, yeah. a craft beer drinker at the point? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I mean, really got, I got really, really exposed to craft beer, like through right, right before I went over to join Coronado. Okay. Um, so it wasn't like, I wasn't one of the first ones to the party, but, yeah. uh, you know, I was played in bands and stuff. We drank a lot of like whatever we get our hands yeah. on and stuff. You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. So yes. yeah. craft, stale craft. Yeah. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Warm beer. doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, so now Nick, are you're, from San Diego as well? Uh, yeah, so I was born in San Diego, but okay. I moved around a lot as a kid. Uh, I lived in the Bay Area for a little bit, in uh, Salt Lake City for a little bit. Okay. Uh, and then I ended up back in Orange County, so in San Clemente, South Orange County. Gotcha. Uh, went to high school there. The plan was always to be a, a music teacher. Okay. So I, in my senior year of high school, I had like two non-music classes and six periods of music. I had okay. orchestra, <laughs> bands, theory. I aided for the, the band teacher. Like, that's all I was ever going to do. So yeah. uh, graduated high school, went to SDSU as a music major, spent several years there, um, didn't graduate, but okay. had fun. Yeah. I mean, it was a great time. <laughs> learned a lot of stuff. Um, but then, yeah. So while I was going to state, I was, uh, I got a, a job, a summer job at pizza port in San Clemente. Okay. Um, so I started making dough there and then, uh, became a pizza maker and then eventually a kitchen manager, um, any floor reason, manager, like any reason why, like, that particular spot. my parents went there all the time okay so they were like yeah. regular so they were like you should work here and i was like all right i mean what, i don't care whatever exactly oh 100 uh and then you know all the money was in bartending so i kind of you know that was that was sure. the next logical step and they kind of uh as part of the program over there they make you go through a brew day to be a bartender so okay i i got interested in beer kind of you know just by being around it a lot and then uh yeah i mean it, it really ended up being like I saw the parallels with, with music and, you know, the, the science aspect and the art aspect to, to making beer. And so I started to be pretty into it. And then, uh, I real quick though, back up. What do you mean by that? Like when you, the parallels, like what are some of the parallels you yeah, see? I mean, so music is, is they're, they're very similar in the sense that like without a strong, you know, foundation based in, in technique and based in, you know, all of the metrics and, and the science yeah. aspect of, of it, you can't be successful, sure. but it, it allows for a, you know, a creative outlet as well, where you get to do all kinds of stuff that, you know, live outside of the, of the rules and stuff yeah. like that. So I dig that. Yeah. So it was, it was a, it was a kind of a natural kind of progression. And, and so while I was going to state and while I was in my, uh, my practicum class where I was, you know, I had to go out and teach at schools and 
like started dealing with parents a little bit and it was like i was starting to hate it honestly <laughs> oh, yeah. and it was like sure it was it was like going to school was making me hate music so i was like i gotta stop doing this i gotta yeah. like get out of it so or else i'll hate this thing that i you know have done for my whole life yeah um so then I saw on Instagram, I saw uh, my, my favorite skateboarder, Paul Rodriguez, post a picture of a, of a brewery. And I was like, this is weird. This dude, what's going on here? So yeah. I, I found out, you know, that St. Archer was coming around, sent an email to the info at email address, didn't hear back. Yeah. Four months later, get an email that says, hey, we're, uh, you know, we're having a party tomorrow night. Can you bartend for it? And I was like, I mean, <laughs> sure. Sounds, that sounds about right. Actually. Yeah. And I mean, I was like, all right, sure. Yeah. And so I, I went and uh, started as a bartender there. Um, and then I got moved to an assistant brewer pretty quick. Uh, so I was an assistant brewer at Pizza Port at the time, and then assistant brewing at um, St. Archer. Nice. Uh, I was there. So I think Anthony was like the sixth employee. I, I was like was, the yeah. seventh okay. or eighth. I was like right after. So yeah. uh, stayed there through 2018. So I was there for five and a half years. Uh, started as an assistant brewer and left as director of brewing. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, when when these guys had this idea for Harland and for Scout, they uh, asked me to come over and, and be involved. And here we are today. Here we are. With That's wonderful it. beers in front of us, and now see now we can appropriately talk about the beer. Right? <laughs> see, we did, see, we do that. This is good. So, that is, do you want, you want to talk about this one, Nick? This yeah. Is the, because you said that. Now I misquoted when I told Nick. I'm like, are they going to start sending this to, to Arizona? You're like, well, yes, but yeah, we are. So, so I mean, as far as like the calendar that we do, we do a um, we do our core lineup of beers um, out there in cans and draft, and then. Uh, we're going to start always trying to have a, a sour available, and then overlapping with that will be a you know an IPA yeah. uh, as a specialty release okay. um, in both cans and limited drafts. So this is this would be part of the IPA series. Um, but I'll let Nick, I mean, this is Nick's uh, Nick's wheelhouse here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> these they, these beers are are fun. The the special releases we get to do are are, are exciting. I mean, we yeah. we love all the core beers that we do all the time too. We we we're actually big fans of all of our beers, which yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy good. to say that like, you know, I, I genuinely like drinking everything we make. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Peaky Mai is a, uh, is a, it's Peaky Mai Cascade is okay. the, is the hop. So it's, it's really American Cascade, normal Cascade that everybody's familiar with, but it's grown in, in the town of Peaky Mai in, in New Zealand. Oh, okay. Um, so a lot of our beers are based on New Zealand hops because we have like a really strong relationship with our hop supplier out there. Okay. And, and their products are just ridiculous. I mean, they make all of our beers so much interest, more interesting than they could be without them. And yeah. so this beer specifically, I mean, it was kind of a like an uh, you know an ode to older IPAs. Sure. Most of what yeah. we make is pretty modern. Like we we kind of say that our you know yeah our West Coast beers are clear and dry, but the bitterness is restrained. We still make it so we want to be able to drink a bunch of them. Yeah. So it's kind of a modern <laughs> like take on the West Coast IPA. This one is kind of an, uh, a real West Coast beer. I mean, it's got, you know, Simcoe really and, and Peaky Mike Cascade. So, you know, that's like a classic, you know, Sierra Nevada type hop combination. Cascade, yeah. Simcoe, right? I mean, it's very, this one's more bitter than we ever make them. Um, and, you know, it's still dry. And, and I think the Cascade from New Zealand is really cool because it, it has what I imagine Cascade tasted like when it first came out. Yeah. By the time Cascade came to me and I was drinking, it would, it all tasted like black tea and pine trees. And so uh, I, I, sure. like, yeah. I was like, ugh, Cascade, gross. <laughs> yeah. And then when, the, uh, when our supplier was like, no, try this Cascade. And we smelled it and we're like, oh, man, it's like a tropical fruit bomb. Yeah. So, so this beer is kind of a, you know, it's a, a blend of old and new and, and, you know, flavor profiles that are familiar, but, you know, kind of a, a modern take on some of it as well. Just... A throwback beer for us. I dig it. I like the, the design as well. Like, because most of your cans are light, right? This one's yeah. got yeah. the dark yeah. to it. It's yeah. pretty rad. It, it really stands out on the on the shelf, which I kind of like as a, you know, when it's the new beer on there, your eye is kind of drawn to it. So sure. it, it's pretty rad that we can, you know, mix we, it up a little bit. It still stays true to who we are and it looks like what we do, but at the same time, it's totally different. So, yeah. 
I like it. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> I like it too. I just, Anthony's like, see, that's why I had him talk about it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so, so you guys have you and you said your partner Jeff. Yeah. Have this idea like let's let's make beer and then ship it ourselves mm-hmm. and then ship other people's beers. Exactly. Right. That's the idea. Yeah. So yeah. how how did it how did it like start to evolve and like start to gain traction? Yeah, really. I mean, we we raised money privately just to get to get up and running. Um, and I think once we were once the train left the station, there was really no going back. I mean, okay. we had we had a couple trucks. Um, we we started with I think three salespeople. Me being one of them, I was running a route for for Scout Distribution. Yeah. Um, and we were literally we had we were I think we we might have connected with some friends to help us make the first batches of Harlan's. So we were literally pouring samples off of a kegerator in one of our business partners' garage, yeah. going around to all the accounts like you know selling our beer. It was like yeah. it was a it was a you know. It's definitely one of those founder stories. You're like, oh yeah, those guys put in the work. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. had to do everything. Everyone had to do every single job. I mean, from sales to delivery to whatever it took to get to get the job done. That's the core of what craft beer is. Though, yeah, right? for like, sure. Like you were saying, like the parallels between music. Uh, you know, I grew up in you know like the steel belt, the rust belt, like super blue collar, uh, and that's why I fell in love with with craft beer. Was it is super creative. There's so many, especially with these cans, all the art that you can create with it. But you also have to have that foundation. You gotta, you know, you gotta put the work in. Like you can't just yeah. say have a cool idea and then just show up for three hours a day. Yeah, like that's, you're. That's definitely true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't fake. I don't think you can fake your way through this industry. It would be very hard to. I guess you could. Right. right. Yeah. And so I <laughs> yeah. mean, really, at the beginning, like I said, the first brand we signed was June Shine. Harlan was, you know, we were getting into you know, a lot of accounts right off the bat just because of our relationships we had in the past. A lot of the people that we hired on the scout side were former um, employees that we had worked with from different wholesalers and then just like some all-stars from the from the distributor world yeah um, and so we had some strong relationships just right off the bat which was okay. super helpful yeah. and then some other the brand started coming it was like and then all of a sudden we were like okay now we need to slow down and like not not that we ever signed a brand we didn't want but it was sure. like okay we're, we're re- we really need to like think this through and what's the path here and which brands are not duplicative of you know in, within our book so that yeah. we can have like a, a really nice balanced um, kind of book to sell. So not just, not just say yes to everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Cause, cause we're going to be able to put more on the truck. It was like, yeah. So that was, that's yeah. kind of, that was the plan and we grew it. Um, I think like responsibly and, and real, just, yeah, really steady. Yeah. And then in Harlan's become like such a big piece of it now. It's, it's just amazing to watch that brand grow. It's so different than what we did at St. Archer. It was, it was that, that was like a, I don't know, like a total, it felt like the company was redlining all the time. Okay. This has just been steady and really good, and we're, we're, we're like being really methodical. I mean, Nick, I give him so much credit for just like planning out the brewery expansion and everything we need, need to do from, from that standpoint and, yeah. and being able to give the people what they want. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and you're right. I mean, at St. Archer, we were moving at breakneck speed all the time, and it's not like we're, we're stunting growth here, but we're just trying to do it as organically as possible and just letting the growth happen. And yeah. it's, it's crazy because we're still, you know, on pace to we grow 100% year one to year two, yeah. you know, from 3,500 barrels to 8,500 barrels. And then we're on track to do like 14,000 barrels this year, almost wow. another 100%. So, I mean, and it's like, we're not, we're not like out there forcing it. It's just, yeah. you know, people are liking the beers as much as we do, which is, you know, well, one exciting. thing that I think that really kind of, I don't know, maybe kind of like set us on the path that we're on now is like right before like the pandemic hit, we started making some like pretty creative and unique beers that were not like typical beers that you might've had somewhere. And I think, I mean, Nick and Ryan, um, Alvarez are, are, uh, head brewer just like, um, yeah, I mean, I think that was Ube the first one maybe, or that was one of the first, that was like the third specialty beer we made. Third specialty beer. The first unique ingredient beer. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, uh, I was, someone was telling me about that. So explain to what is the, maybe, maybe you can tell the story. Yeah. That's a good story. 
So, I mean, it, okay, a little background on just kind of what we do, but, you know, so all these beers that you see and all the stuff that goes to Arizona, you know, we, we take very seriously and, and we, we want to make sure that these quality standards are exactly where we want them. So everybody's going to love the beers, but we also have a small pilot system where we do wacky things all the time yeah. with goofball ingredients and interesting <laughs> He always calls it goofball ingredients. I like it. <laughs> I mean, that's gotta be a beer name, right? <laughs> we, put, ingredients. we put some, some weird stuff into some beers, but you know, it, it's kind of a, it's, it's rad because we get to do, you know, all this stuff that is true to style and, you know, we love and, and everybody loves. And then we get to do some stuff that not everybody will love. And, yeah. and, you know, people are, you know, it's going to play well in certain arenas and maybe not others. So, uh, kind of the first time we did that was, uh, um, a beer called, uh, Ube Milkshake IPA. So we were, uh, my wife is, uh, from, or her family is, uh, from Guam, half, half okay. of her family's from Guam. So, uh, we were out there visiting, um, she's also our chief of staff. So she's, is involved with the business as well is that, here. Is that yeah. Her, yeah. She's okay. sitting over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't um, met her yet. I have to introduce myself. Yeah. She's the best. <laughs> so we were out there visiting and we were, uh, we went and had these, these Ube donuts and they're this incredible purple color with this like insane cake character that i mean it smells and tastes like a vanilla cake and, yeah. and it just has like this crazy kind of super dessert forward flavor profile that i hadn't had before yeah so while i was out there at a you know 17 hour time difference or whatever it was i was texting ryan and i was like i don't know how we're gonna do it but we gotta make a beer out of this like yeah. i don't know what it'll taste like and he's like all right let's let's figure it out so no, not the donut it's uh, but the no but the, that with the ube so ube is, is a ube? it's a purple sweet potato okay so okay. it's you know it it doesn't, you don't think it's going to taste like it does knowing it's a potato, but yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty insane. And so we found a way to do that and, you know, make this beer with coconut and, uh, and, and this hop that has this coconut character, Sabro, and then with the ube as well. So we, we, you know, it really like was this new flavor profile that I don't think many people had done in beer before. Yeah. Um, and you know, up until then we had sold small can releases, but they weren't crazy popular like they, you know they do well and we'd sell them out you know 60 cases in a week or so but yeah. this one we were canning it and so we'd never done like a, a limit off of these beers but we were canning this one and literally as they're coming off the line people are lined up at the door buying cases so yeah. like the beer was sold out within like 10 minutes and it Dang. was you know That's in that, awesome. that whole day everybody was coming in to drink it afterwards so the cans were sold out in 10 minutes and then it, we sold the entire 10 barrel batch that day and it was like it was crazy it, wow. it was none of us expected it to be like that you know i remember in meetings Jeff was was specifically he was like, are, are people going to know what this is? Are you sure this is a good idea? <laughs> He's concerned, and I was like, probably. I was like, it'll be fine. Trust me. Like people are going to love it. And then yeah. it, ever since then, when we say we're going to make a beer with this, he's like, all right. I don't know what that is, but let's do it. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's that, that was a reaction of people last night when someone said, you know, Zube coming back. Like, oh, really? Then I think someone just overheard. They're like, Zube's coming back. Yeah. So it's it's got that that fan following. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely out. become like our one of the things we're most known for. Yeah. Um, and we've kind of, we've, we've, you know, done a lot of beers that are kind of island inspired based on that. And, and I think it, it wasn't like we ever set out to do these beers specifically to fit into this, you know, or appeal to this, this group of people or anything like that. But it was really just like, you know, my wife, Naomi's family had these desserts and these foods. And I was like, these people don't make beers out of these things. We, yeah. sh we should, you know, and it was kind of, so it's kind of like an homage to, you know, her culture and stuff like that. And that was kind of the reason we made them. And then, you know, now it's like, you know, we experiment with all kinds of different stuff, and, and we just made a beer with with haichu candy that you know. Oh, is, that was good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that was really good. We do all kinds of weird stuff nowadays, yeah. so you know, it's like it's fun because we get to use these ingredients and and showcase them in beers that I don't think you know otherwise people might not see them, and and it's also really expanded our fan base, you know, because we're getting people who want to try an ube flavored drink 
yeah. not necessarily craft beer fans, but they want to try this ube beer. So yeah. it's really like drawn a new demographic to our tasting rooms, which has been rad, you know, and, and yeah. I think it just kind of expands who we are in the county and, and in Southern California. So, yeah. I take it, it's man. Been very cool. Yeah. Right around the same time too, we switched from like a twelve, like a twelve ounce can to a sixteen ounce can, which ah. was super helpful. I just think like, and we moved to like the stickered can so we could be more nimble and be able to do it. You know, a label so in had, two weeks. You had twelve, like when the Heartland started, it was twelve ounce, twelve ounce six packs. Yeah, and we okay. just kind of, I don't know, just what didn't feel right. Yeah, I mean, we were we were on a shelf next to St. Archer, and yeah. you know. Coronado is making a ton yeah. of beer and Ballast Point and stuff like that, and and we're like we're small, you know, and when yeah. we're 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 new at this and we're making beers that are, you know, uber crafty. Like we want to be next to, you know, Burgeon and Modern Times, and it was like, well, I mean, a four pack, sixteen ounce is going to be the way to do it, and yeah. and we're going to just just by nature of being, you know, on that spot of the shelf, it it felt right for us, I think, and Definitely. you know, it was it was obviously a good change. I mean, we were selling more beer, the volume increased, and it it was good for us, and yeah, I mean the. The 16 ounce can blank with the sticker has been like a, a crazy smart move for us because it's just made it so much easier to be seriously as flexible as possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's funny because I, I just realized this recently, but we opened the tasting room at Scripps Ranch in November of 2019. And, you know, the pandemic got into full effect in what, like February, March of 2020. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we were really open way more during the pandemic than we ever have been pre pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so as soon as the pandemic hit, like we had you know, 20 beer ideas for the year and we were shut down for onsite. So me and Ryan are like, all right, I guess let's just start doing them. You know? So we yeah. went through them in like three months and yeah. we were like, all right, we're out of ideas. Better get new ones. I mean, they were doing releases like every weekend. It was crazy. It was really fun. I People, mean, it was were, fun digging it. People were digging all that. Oh right yeah. They were lining up around the building. It was, yeah. I was like, I remember taking photos going like, what is going on? Yeah. This is amazing. I just never, yeah. I'd never seen it or experienced it like that before. So it was, it was yeah, it was very cool. It was rad. It's, I mean, it's crazy to think about like, you know, how cool it was in such a not great time, you know, yeah, in the world. Yeah, but yeah. it was we we had a lot of fun during that time. <laughs> it was a strange time. It was a Definitely. very strange time because for some people, you know, like my wife and and I, like that was the biggest growing time ever for us and our kids. And you know, and but then there, you know, there, it, it, it's just the craziest of time if you could even, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. We never, we never, like, you know, we we never stopped coming into the office or coming into the brew. We never had like a day off we just kept yeah. going yeah we had to so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well let me back up a second so why why harland like what what is the the the, the name by? yeah the name i mean i think it was just a name that sounded sounded cool it, it sounds <laughs> yeah. super cool and it sounds <laughs> like it's been around forever like in the branding and everything yeah the branding yeah. the original uh can lockup was done by this designer in new york guy that that we're familiar with from from past like projects and stuff yeah super super good dude um and rad, rad, kind of like you can really do like that vintage kind of classic look really well. Okay. And then we started experiencing like, or sorry, experimenting with some different can lockups, like the India Pale Whale here. You can see, um, yeah, just like which is a great name by uh, the way. India Pale yeah, Whale. I think that was like kind of just like a one of the brewers made a pale. It pale. was a draft only beer for the taste room, and it was a pale ale and. So because uh, Ryan, our head brewer, also came from St. Archer, and two of my other guys came from St. Archer, so we never named any beers over there. So uh, now when we're trying to come up with names, like a lot of times it's like, oh, this is so annoying. We don't know <laughs> names of beers. We don't do it like that. Yeah. So Ryan was like, I don't know. Let's just call it Pale Whale. That's kind of funny. <laughs> and then we made it. And yeah. then people, like the beer, we loved it. And then yeah. we were like, we need a, a West Coast IPA in the book. So we kind of bumped up the ABB a little bit. And we're like, all right, now it's India Pale Whale. So just Pale Whale. Whale. Yeah. Uh, I dig it. I dig it. Well, and, and I mean, that's the thing, too, is like your guys' cans, like when when started seeing them in Arizona, uh, the cans really stand out. And, oh, and it shows like, I mean, it's it's very, 
I don't want to say professional. I don't think that's the <laughs> word, but it's very it's very uh, clean, deliberate. Like yeah, it's, it's intentional. It's intentionally yeah. very like we try to keep it super clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and just recognizable. I mean, I know there's like the India Pale Whale is a little bit of a departure, but we've got some plans to maybe roll out another style that would kind of have that same lockup. So okay. um, yeah, but then we use that kind of classic pill shape on most of our. Most of our stuff, and then the collabs are kind of just like co-branded, and we have a little more fun with those because they're just usually tasting room only. So yeah, yeah, nice. nice. So what? It, all right. So one thing I noticed. Uh, so in Arizona, like in the state of Arizona, I think there's a hundred, hundred and ten breweries, right? In San Diego County, isn't there like two hundred? Something like that. I mean, I don't know. Last time I counted, it was like 180, and that was like three years ago. So probably. <laughs> but, but is that is that like uh, like so? Does that count for one as Harland or like four? Because you guys have four. No, we're just one brewery. Yeah, still. just one. Yeah. So yeah. one of the okay. Yeah. So yeah. what I what I noticed is a lot of places have multiple spots. Yeah, you guys have what three? We four? have three with the fourth on the way. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. We're expecting we're expecting the fourth one in June. June. Uh, any day now. Any nice. day now. Well, if you want to fly me out for exclusive, yeah, that sounds good. We're gonna do we're gonna do food there. That's our first our first. Uh, the place came with a kitchen as part of the deal. The guys like that. The landlord's like, got to keep the coffee going in the morning, and you got to serve food. And we're like, sounds like a deal. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you can do coffee in there. We too. are. Yeah, nice. we yeah. We're gonna do coffee. We're gonna do. Uh, it's gonna be simple, simple, yeah. um, but very very. You know, like like you're saying with our brand, like very like you know thoughtful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elevated a little bit, but still like affordable for the neighborhood. It's going to be sure. like a really cool neighborhood called South Park. A lot of like very walkable for a lot of families, kind of like we are here in Bay Park. So yeah. um, I, we're excited. Yeah. Nice. Well, I like the simplicity too because it, it's, uh, and it, this kind of just, you know, light bulb just went off for me. Uh, it's, it's it can be overwhelming right mm-hmm. it can be overwhelming when like branding and i love it like i love the just you know you have a brewery that has eight different beer beers and you can't tell that they're the same brewery right, right. and it's mm-hmm. cool and it's like oh that's cool that's cool that's a cool idea but it is it there's i don't know there's a sense of ease about coming in and, and just the way everything is i mean the white walls here mm-hmm. like it's just it's peaceful it is a oh, very thanks. peaceful spot yeah i haven't been in any of the other uh tap rooms of yours they're yet, all like a little bit different i'd yeah. say like yeah it's kind of rad because we we do have a different feel at every tasting room and it, it really like I don't know it makes it so that it's not boring to go sure. to multiple you know I mean you can go to one Paseo our first tasting room we open and it's to- it's very masculine and I dark feel like colors a man cave and, or something yeah. Yeah. okay okay yeah. yeah and then you come here and it's very like airy and bright oh and San gosh. Diego you know yeah. I mean it's like you're outside but not outside it's you know, so it's a totally different experience. And then the brewery is kind of kind of classic brewery taste room. It's industrial, and sure. you're in the brewery, so it's you know yeah. has that feel. But and South Park's going to be another another little bit of a departure. It's it's still going to be kind of similar to this one, but it's going to be different still. You know, okay. different color palettes, and yeah. there'll be a vein that runs through kind of yeah. all of them, sure, in, at different touch points. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be. We're excited. So so why why is there so is there is there a reason that like. Uh, you know, because I think Virgin I saw has multiple locations. Pure Project, like yeah, Pure's a- really they're really making a push. I mean, yeah, um, I San mean- Diego is in so such a neighborhood focused city. Okay, so I mean, it's because and, and it's almost because there's so many breweries that people want to go where it's close to. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like why am I going to drive all the way to the middle of Miramar to drink beer when it's like I have you know, if I live in Bay Park, I can go right down the street. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to live right by Pure's uh, spot in uh, Bankers Hill. So I mean, I would probably certainly walk there if. It was open at the time that I lived there, but yeah, yeah I mean, definitely walkable. Nobody wants to be drinking and driving. No, Guys, let's no. Keep it and we don't encourage it. We do no, not. We do, no, have a great time here. <laughs> yes, and then, and also, I mean, just you know, just for the confusion aspect, I drove uh, last night, not 
drinking and it was confusing so, you know so uh, you have to have all of your your you know functions uh, that's right that's right <laughs> now i, I want to so like i said this is the only tap room that i've been to um of yours uh, i love it here oh, and thanks i mean i got to give a shout out to my man nick over oh, there yeah. slinging those those uh sliders uh, sliders some of the best sliders i've had and i told him that holy shit last night he like he just he overwhelmed me with the with the food and i couldn't finish it all yeah. <laughs> but well so i met nick uh nick uh would set up at a shot of food truck would set up at simple machine brewing which is right yeah yeah me. no we, yeah we follow we follow those guys yeah, yeah. we we got to do a harlan simple machine uh collaboration that sounds cool for sure that for sounds sure cool. uh so nick i mean how you can't not like nick right he's oh, yeah. he's you know he doesn't leave you alone. Right? So. <laughs> he keeps pl- pl- plying us with free sliders. Every time I come oh. here, he's like, hey, dude, have tr- have two of these. Two more. I'm like, dude, I've already had four sliders. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's amazing. No, thank you for your generosity. I'm, I'm just kind of joking. But yeah. yeah, but he does really bring out, <laughs> brings out, keeps it coming. Yeah. Well, yeah. last night it was it was pretty cool to see. I mean, because he was, you know, I, I think he gave me one of each of the sliders. And the lamb was like my favorite until I had like the, uh, I don't know. There was a tandoori. No, that's not right. What was it? Bombay, Ooh. yeah. So, uh, and I wasn't even on the, his menu. I was like, dude, yeah. you got like a secret menu? Is this like In and Out Burger? Yeah, like, yeah you got to know. You got to know what's up. You know, you got to know the secret password. <laughs> well, so it was cool to see a, a, a few times people come up and they're just kind of like, oh, what are you know, what do you got going on? Uh, and they buy a slider, and then three minutes later, they come back and buy three. Right? They're like, holy shit, that was the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> and the blue cheese fries with the bacon. So, uh, you guys, you guys hit the nail on the head with uh, with rosemary. Yeah, here. we're happy to have them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Are, are you making us some food right now? <laughs> uh, well, so what? What is? Uh, what's the vision look like for for Harlan? Like, where do you guys want to to see this thing in the next few years? I mean, I, I see this year being like. I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but like, just the amount of growth we're going to experience this year. Like, we're putting our heads down, and just focusing on like building out the infrastructure in the brewery to be able to like, you know take the growth that we're, we're, we're hoping to uh, experience and um, yeah, just keep, keep pushing. I mean, I think, you know, keep it fresh with like rad specialty releases, uh, keep getting more and more draft handles out there yeah. and uh, really working with, you know, we've, we've, for the first time we hired two sales reps, one for Los Angeles and one for San Diego that have been out there and just like absolutely crushing it. Um, so I, I just think like, yeah, there's, there's so many avenues we're going to sell a lot of beer. Hopefully yeah. having people out there supporting us in the trade is going to be helpful. And then we have the best wholesaler in the game. So yeah. <laughs> that's also pretty, pretty exciting. I think they're going to be a guest on the next episode, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. Oh, good. I think, thank you for setting that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I made a couple calls. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, just keep it, keep it fun, man. We, yeah. It's like if, if it's not fun, it's not worth doing it. And these guys have so much fun doing what they're doing. I, I see the excitement and just having those, you know, we do special, you know, big, you know, events and, and uh, releases, and I mean, Ube Day this year is going to be one of the best. So if you want to talk about it a little bit, I think it's kind of a maybe yeah. a cool, a cool uh, touch point. Yeah, I mean, so we've kind of uh, every year that we release Ube, it's it's kind of been bigger and bigger, and, okay. and more and more people come out, and you know, and and there's kind of uh, a lack of a big kind of rad festival in San Diego. Okay, so which is surprising. Yeah, I, I mean, at least with all these like kind of super. Um, I don't know, super popular breweries from around the country. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, that we've been invited to. And so we go out, you know, I'm going out to Miami in a couple of weeks to go to, um, to Wakefest out there. Nice. And then, you know, we went to Pastry Town in, in New York City uh, in November. So, you know, we're trying to do something kind of along those lines where we get all of our friends to come out and, and you know, have a rad festival. So Ube yeah. Day this year is going to be, it's an invitational festival. So we have, 
uh, you know, like 35 breweries coming out here and, you know, it's, there's going to be live music and nice. vendors and food and, you know, it's really just going to be uh, just like a rad party, you know, so yeah. we're, we're pumped up. It's going to be in September and it's going to be a good time. Okay. All right. I'm gonna, Might have to fly back I'm out. Gonna, I'm going to clear my calendar. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if you have a specific date, but I'll clear the whole month. Okay. Just to. clear the month. Start <laughs> yeah. with that. And then yeah. we'll yeah. keep you posted. I'm sure you guys could use some podcast to promote it and then a podcast after. So I, I can tell my wife I could be out here for about a month. That sounds good. Harlan yeah. I think it's a good call. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, just to kind of wrap this up, you know, you guys talk about coming from St. Archer and, and that kind of breakneck speed. Uh, and, and now... You have this, and, and it almost seems like you're able to to enjoy the journey. It's like it's it's like pacing itself in a way that um, you can like. This is awesome. Like, it this is. is awesome yeah. what we're doing right now. We talk actually. I talk about it with Jeff sometimes. Sometimes we don't slow down and go like, "Wow, look at this is so cool, man!" Like we're just always moving, moving, moving. But I think we have had a little time to reflect and just to see all the you know the fanfare we're building thanks to the you know the creativity of the brewers and yeah. um and just yeah getting like rad plays being on draft at your favorite place to eat dinner it's a it's a fun thing to go to go experience as well and like it just yeah arizona's been great to us too i mean the team out there is like really pushing and and um from on the wholesaler side and um yeah hopefully the the beers are are well received they are they are yeah i i got multiple messages yesterday when i was posting stuff and they're like dude you're you're there i'm like yeah sorry man <laughs> uh, it's only no. a six hour drive come that's on out. It, yeah. that's it, right? 45 minute flight that was oh. the shortest flight i've ever been on that was that yeah. was a real joy it was yeah because i had middle seat you know because i forget to check in right so i was getting like <laughs> shit oh, man. yeah <laughs> but uh no this is great you guys are are uh i really love what you guys are doing um you know i talked to nick a lot and, and he loves this brand and and what you guys represent and, and just all of it um thank you yeah and, and, it. and you've got a fan base in arizona that's so sure. cool yeah, yeah no it's so cool i love going out there and working the market and going to see the accounts and yeah it's just like you know we're building out there it's it's been good though it's been really yeah. good so we're excited awesome awesome well, anything else you guys want to throw in about harlan because uh we have the guys from scout they're gonna be oh here yeah they're gonna we be gotta, here we gotta, in a set up. Yeah. <laughs> turn my hat backwards yeah. <laughs> he's gonna take his jacket off for this one no way it's like <laughs> it's, it's almost cold. 70 degrees it's not there yet <laughs> Uh, anything for uh, as, as Harland, like as far as like, did we miss anything? Anything else you want to tell people about Harland? Um, oh, Nick. I, I mean, I think we covered it pretty well. You know, just I mean, did, yeah. we're just we're just doing it. You know, and we're and still I think, pretty new. You know, yeah. what I mean, so it's like yeah. it's like we're just like, yeah. Sometimes I mean, yeah, I think we're just like every, every day is like unique. Every day is different. Every day we're we meet so many times a week. Just I mean, you and I have like. Two, yeah. At least two meetings a week, and then we no three. Every time we sit down, we're we're like we try to be so strategic with the plan, and we'll sit down and we'll be like, well, the last quarter didn't happen anything like what we thought it was going yeah. to. So, all right, let's try to get this one right. And it's it's all like good problems that we sure. have and, and good misses on the guesses and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's really it's fun, and you know, I think that part of the culture that we've developed has been just so like it sounds like cheesy, but like really family oriented. I mean, and in the sense that like. You know, on a Thursday afternoon, Jeff and Anthony are out drinking beers on the patio. So, you know, if whoever bartender or scout driver, you know, comes by and has a beer with them, like that's that's what we do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's not a, it's yeah. like we're so close and, and we all believe in like working hard and getting the job done so that we can all like have a good time after. And that's yeah. I think it's, it's it really happens that way. And it's just been rad to build. That is that's yeah. like absolutely true. Yeah. Like we're, we're always everyone's always hanging out outside of work. I mean, we have bartenders that come in on their day off to have a beer with oh, the rest yeah. of the staff because they yeah. like, like like it so much. So you don't oh. get that in, uh, very much in right. other any industry. We're really, just, yeah, <laughs> we're just hoping to like Nick just to touch on that. Nick said like we're hoping to build something that like people appreciate being a part of and like really, really enjoy. And 
let's have fun. Like I said, let's have yeah. fun doing it. You know, yeah, so for sure. How many employees do you guys have? How many employees does Harlan have? Across, well, across the we have a holdings company that has like the wholesaler okay. and the I don't know exactly for Harlan. I think it's somewhere in the eighties, maybe. Yeah, okay. something yeah. like that. Between yeah. four locations, three locations, soon to be four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. So. All right. Well, let's. Uh, the scout guys are breathing down my neck. <laughs> I hear they're kind of uh, they're kind of aggressive. They're intense. Huh? Yeah, they're <laughs> intense individuals. <laughs> No, thank you guys. Thank you guys for yeah. joining. I'm, I'm really stoked to, to, to share this episode. And, uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I can't Absolutely. wait to see it. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank, thank you. Right, thank you.